Thank you both for taking the time to do this. It is a pleasure. Um, we'll start off nice and simply, individually. How are you doing at the moment? Um, uh, I'm doing uh, very good. Um, it's autumn here in Norway and beautiful uh, colors outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay too. I just got in uh, from the train uh, one minute ago. So now I'm all set. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. We are in the latter point part of the year, of course. Um, it is coming to an end 2023. So looking back at what you've done this year, what you've accomplished this year, are you satisfied um, with the year overall? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, very satisfied. Only thing I wish we had more time, actually. It's like we've been very busy. We are a really DIY band. So it's uh, we're only two people working around the clock and yeah so yeah. we need more hours <laughs> yeah and after covid it's uh, great to finally have things to do yeah or travel so it's a luxury yeah. problem that we have a lot to do yeah we would call that a first world problem um yes. you know that yes, term? Yes. yeah <laughs> definitely yeah it is fantastic to hear that you have been so busy and that there aren't enough hours in the day to do everything you want to do, particularly, as you already said, coming out of COVID times, getting through that, still being able to perform and do what you want to do. So to have a busy year, it, it's simply wonderful to hear. And you have done a lot of fun things this year as well. Um, one thing that I think must stand out per, for you guys is the time in the Mojave Desert. But yeah. you tell me, you tell me, what has been the most fun thing you've done this year? That is definitely one of them, playing in the yeah. Mojave Desert. Yeah. And that whole trip, that whole um, yeah. US trip. It was a lot of highs yeah. and lows on that trip because we were missing all of our luggage and stuff. So we were very scared to play at South by Southwest because our looping system and my pedal board was gone. So oh. we, were, we lost all of our suitcases. So it was like from, yeah. We were stuck at the airport a lot of the time and also the battery we used to film in the Mojave Desert and our backyard jam cut in out in the wild um didn't come. So Yeah, yeah. British Airways put them in London instead of Austin. So. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of chaos, but when it finally solved itself then it was uh, then it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you watch that work and you watch those videos and you think, ah, oh, you look like you had the best time and it was warm and it was sunny. But I know that desert. I know other people that have filmed there and uh, it's cold, right? Yeah. It's freezing, yeah. yeah, definitely. We were talking about it, that my skin were looking like I was 90 years old because it was so cold, <laughs> so it was sagging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's, it looks so beautiful and it's so sunny. We never have that kind of sun in Norway. So it's, uh, yeah, very... Yeah. Uh, confusing to watch the movie yeah um did you get all your luggage back by the way yeah finally yeah, finally. yeah. good for the last concert in um, austin yeah after over a week yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm glad it turned out as well as it did considering all of that um what are the highlights of 2023 do you look to and for you know to feel satisfied it was must be uh, uh, one of the best things of our career was the release of our vinyl, our first yeah. ever vinyl. Yeah, that was a very uh, yeah very cool. Yeah, we have dreamt yeah. about having a vinyl, but like the prices yeah. after Corona and everything, it's like crazy with the vinyl prices. So we 
we were sure we couldn't afford it and uh, yeah. we set up a campaign and it um yeah, went really well campaign yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i mean it's a great yeah it's a great way to do it when you are a DIY, DIY band. It's a great way to you know get those yeah. funds, but also because the fans are going to get something out of it as well. And you're right, vinyl not only does it cost so much, but getting the vinyl distributed to do it in a speedy time seems to be a big issue coming out of COVID. Um, yeah. I take it you didn't have any problems there. It was uh, maybe four or five months, I think, delivery time. Yeah, but it was all planned out, so it worked yeah. nicely. Yeah. yeah. And also it was a cool thing because people asked for what um, our color is yellow and the vinyl, they could say what they wanted and it actually happened. So when we had like a release uh, a couple of weeks ago, they said like, this is very special that we can say we want this and we get it. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I love that you've had these little challenges, but you've overcome them and, you know, you have such a positive outlook for this year. And there's still, of course, plenty more to come. You are taking a wander onto UK shores in October for a run of dates around this country. As of right now, uh, Plymouth, Bristol, and my city, London, with more to come Yay. soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, yeah, this is your first time touring the UK, UK. So I would ask, what does it mean to get to play here? A lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's weird because we started off playing in the some shows in Asia and stuff and I'm half Filipino and uh, before this band I was just a guitar player so I didn't want to sing here in Norway so we <laughs> felt like we had to go as far away as possible so we went to South Korea so it's been like a strange uh, uh, journey yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting here and like London should be on the top of the priority list but we were so scared because like uh, all of our um idols and stuff are from london and uk so it's uh, oh we go to south korea and test it out there and philippines and the us yeah. and then <laughs> uk yeah it's yeah. incredible because when I, I i i got given that headline and i thought okay that's cool but then i saw everything else you've done up to this point and thought wait how does this work how do you go to the us how do you go to asia before like the uk I, I almost didn't believe it was true and it's like okay no it actually is it turns out that it is um which is incredible in itself yeah. what do you have a sense that the uk kind of gets us carol that they understand what a unique entity you are i think so from the comment section it seems seems like that i hope so yeah i hope so <laughs> Or they will maybe get it soon when we have to uh, be yeah. on a tour more in the UK. And so this will be the kind of first test run and hopefully it goes well. And we are hoping to do more gigging over Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of weighed that question because I've also done some nosing around and digging and comments searching and looking into yeah. it. And I can see there is a lot of excitement about your appearance over here. People, pe people have been asking for this for a while. Um, so, like I said, you've got Plymouth, Bristol and London. Now, do you have more dates ready to go or is it still just in the works? Yeah, we got uh, today or uh, the last couple of days, we got uh, confirmed uh, Manchester. Uh, Beyond the Music. Yeah, Beyond the Music Festival. Wonderful. So uh, four gigs in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can't come here and not go to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that was actually kind of weird because um, we played in South by Southwest, as we mentioned earlier this year. So we met a band there the first night from Scotland. And they, we said, they said, like, oh, we should play together. And so that's the first thing we actually yeah. Yeah, knew that we were going to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Luckily, we have something in London too now because yeah. it's food. Otherwise, it will be just Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, already it's a trip around the country, which thankfully, because of the size of this country, you can kind yeah. of do over a nice week period. Um, any thoughts, yeah. any possibility of anything in Wales or Northern Ireland and then into potentially Ireland itself? We really want to come there. So for this, it was really rushed because uh, we've been so busy this autumn and we had to wait to see if uh, we got London and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So we we're really hoping to get to Ireland um, over Christmas. Yeah. We wanted it to happen now, but it's an, uh, not enough uh, days. No, we only have right. two weeks. Uh, yeah, of period, yeah. Yeah. So we have I'm to... just camp everything into the two weeks yeah 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 i'm just being greedy and trying to put you basically two two weeks you say we'll just play every day you don't need any days off or anything <laughs> like that <laughs> um the uk i do think like i said is uh understanding and you have a fan base here about ask carol but the international world seems to have taken ask carol more than any uh like any other specific country do you can you understand why, or do you know why the wider wider international audience has taken to you so well much? It's difficult to say, but it's like mm. happened over a, uh, some time, and we've been like uh, putting out our videos a lot, and the Norwegian nature, and also the desert nature in um, yeah. in the U.S. And a lot of our followers are from the U.S. and Asia. Um, but mostly uh, U.S. right now, and mm. now finally getting gigging in Norway as well. But like you have a lot of, mm. I think uh, some of it is due to social media, definitely. Uh, yeah. It's like TikTok, yeah. Instagram, uh, and our Coachella cow videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that that's kind of something I noticed as well. The vi videos are so important in this day and age. Um more than ever almost to a certain degree snip it down put it on tiktok social media and stuff like that and eye catching as they are and the coachella one was certainly really a big deal like it really got a lot of yeah, attention yeah. Yeah, it yeah it did and it still does uh so yeah we're uh, releasing a single soon and also we have like filmed so the cows came this year as well and maybe a lot of people think that we're filming for cows all the time but the reality is that the cows are here just actually just a really tiny window it's uh, only a week or something like that and they get moved to another field so it's like out with our amps and if it's raining we have to try anyway <laughs> and if they're not coming they're not coming so but like our next single they really liked uh, it has some trombones and some like smooth soothing guitars i think that's their yeah. kind of vibe <laughs> yeah will that single be out before the uk tour do you think we really hope so, uh, but it's taken some time with mixing. Uh, mm -hmm. So maybe in the end of the tour, just right yeah, after. Yeah, probably right after the tour. Yeah, it right. It was uh, mixed uh, by uh, uh, a guy, Al, in uh, the UK. At the Motor oh. Museum in uh, Liverpool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we, it's a guy we worked um, 
we did one song before we were like a real band <laughs> and we just yeah. uh, reached out to him again because he is a really great mixer yeah yeah fantastic um have you considered as well like kind of like sticking with the kind of Coachella thing really because um that's such an attention grabbing video and like content for an uh an online world have you considered building upon that now in almost a jokey way but like potentially doing merchandise and stuff like that related yeah. to it and yeah we have some posters actually ah. and t-shirts <laughs> are coming <laughs> yeah, yeah. they are ready it's yeah, yeah just not official yeah yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. And years down the line, um, you can start your own festival and call it as yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. It would be, yeah. Um, for those though who have little to no idea of what an Ask Carol live show is like. So, you know, you're coming to the UK, but there's a chance many people in the UK will have not seen you, but they're gonna come and see. Um, sum up what they can expect from you. It's only two people on stage. Uh, a lot of people think when they uh, come towards the stage and don't see us they're not expecting pe two people because we make a lot of noise um, mm, I have a yeah. really big pedal board and us kids like and you and UFO around him so yeah it's a lot of multitasking and a lot of noise <laughs> yeah so us is drumming and playing guitar and synth at the yeah. same time at least two instruments at the same time and I'm doing a lot of looping uh, guitar solos and singing uh, and some trombone uh yeah so i have like a big uh, wall of amplifiers because it's uh, a splitting system which makes it possible to have bass and electric guitars with me yeah and he also played the guitar so it's yeah all the same Boise. equipment for a four or five <laughs> band but it's only two people yeah yeah, I mean, I love it. I love it. Uh, the venues you're playing, the ones that I've seen already, particularly uh, London being my city, the Grace is um, <laughs> the perfect place. I can't think of many better that would oh, fit cool. the sound. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful venue. Um, you, yeah, yeah. Pictures, uh, and a lot of the time they don't do justice to the real place. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's becoming a bigger deal in this because uh, we're obviously be in London. We've got a lot of venues from varied sizes, from the smallest yeah. to the giant arenas and stadiums and so on. And the yeah. Grace is becoming slowly a better known name. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you see as the biggest challenge you're currently kind of facing when it comes to pushing this tour and getting people into the buildings? And how do you plan to overcome that? It's kind of... Since it's our first tour, we're very fresh or new to the the market, so yeah. to speak. We don't so. know how things work in the in the UK at all. Yeah. Kind of like mm. when we toured in South Korea, we were there was a lot of culture differences, and it, sometimes they're not not so noticeably because we look so like each other and stuff. But we we've seen like a big difference just from Norway to Sweden. So. We don't know how it is in the UK, really. So it'll be yeah. really interesting to see. Yeah, only one way to find out. Yeah, but the what? first, the biggest uh, probably challenge is like people actually knowing that it's happening and trying yeah, to getting do the word out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, um, 
biggest challenge for almost any single band would who doesn't yeah. have a, a ton of money to spend on marketing kind yeah. you know yeah. um and weirdly the latter part of this year in this in the uk it's the gig calendar is it's surprisingly full like with the festivals yeah. out of yeah. the way everybody's kind of coming over but i guess you're just using right the tools you've got available to you so using your social media even yeah. us talking here is you know yeah. a, an opportunity to push yeah. again yeah yeah Perfect. Um, okay, one other thing that's got me intrigued, and I'm thinking, I guess, more, obviously think of more for next year, because um, also a challenge as a two-piece is getting on festival bills in the UK and across Europe as well. Um, yeah. We have so many varied festivals in this country alone, uh, and 2024 could really do with more Ascal on the bill. Is that <laughs> something you're even looking at, thinking about, considering for next year or the year after? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, we're, uh, we we really want to. Yeah, definitely want to do that. We are not actively like booking because we don't have the experience. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, because but... we've done all of our booking ourselves, so it's like mm. uh, emails going straight to promoters from the band. So we don't have any booking agent or anything like that. So yeah, that's a yeah. that's a challenge for us. But after this tour, we might have a better shot at the festival. Yeah, and we hopefully yeah. get some contacts and yeah. yeah, talk to people and see what's yeah possible. I hope so, because one of my favorite things is uh, a band artists who I think can play on any festival from something like Glastonbury, if you've heard of that, which is very yeah. avant-garde <laughs> and open to just, yes, of course, to just about <laughs> everything. There's something on the more uh, heavier metal side of things like Bloodstock or Download. I feel that you guys could fit on any of these bills because you are heavy and tense enough, but you've also got uh, elements that would appeal to others. Do you do you think you've got that as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely. The Some stages, we actually become a little heavy here in Norway. Mm. So we tend, but we have a lot of songs. So you have like everything from pop to acoustic songs, which can make us play festivals, which has like a little different genre. But we are also kind of a lot of songs which are too heavy for some of the festivals. So it's uh, it would be awesome to be on like a more heavy uh, festival as well. Yeah, we like to vary our sets. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Anything and everything. If the opportunity arises and you can do it, you'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> right. We just need to get. We just need to get everybody paying attention to you. Then. Um, yeah. 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 So we got the UK tour. We've got a new single coming out some point over at the end, potentially. What other plans do you kind of have in place at the moment leading into 2024 that you can tell me about? We have a small tour of Norway in November and December. Uh, and then more recording of our second album. Yeah. And the next single is coming, we think, 27th of October. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and also we're working on a US tour uh, for next year. Yeah. Incredible. I half expect you to say, no, we're going to take it easy for a little while, but clearly that's no, not the plan. Like take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> then we get depressed. It's better to just stay <laughs> yeah. on track. Go all in. Yeah. Fantastic. So when you look at yourselves now and see where you are and what you've become, comparing yourself to 
when you first got started, what do you attribute to your longevity as a two-piece? I think that's a big thing about it. It's that we're actually two. (laughs) Uh, So it's like two fighting, not four or five. That's a super important thing. And we are equally interested in making this happen. So this is our main focus on every yeah everything you think about is this band almost so it's we're kind of stuck in the same mental yeah uh, yeah and all the practical stuff like travel yeah only two people to pay for um yeah and when we had a bass player and a drummer for a little while but we yeah. were all paying and we were always the ones writing the song so it um it didn't make yeah. any sense for a much longer to no. do it that way no it wasn't even possible kind of yeah well, how do you sell it how do you settle debates if there's only two of you you don't have a third person to be the person that you know wait waits it Go war. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're kind of very stubborn both of us are very stubborn and um, but i think like i'm sitting in my uh, room and working from where we do the mixing and stuff and he's sitting in a, another house so it's kind of I think even though it's kind of like just 10 20 meters we need those meters yeah it can <laughs> and get uh, very heated yeah <laughs> so it's better to just have that space and um, maybe just uh, take some time off and think about stuff before you say anything more um, yeah and all that pushing and pulling uh, probably is the reason why the music uh, becomes like it does. yes i think it's one of the reasons why it becomes better because yeah. uh, even though i don't like it i'm not 100 percent right all the time <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you can own up to it which is spectacular enough and you're right the music does speak after a uh, while i can own up to it <laughs> The music does speak for itself. It's actually been an absolute joy to learn and discover more about you um, in recent times and seeing now the um, full list of dates. I just want to give everybody a quick rundown, a remind that it starts on October 11th in Plymouth. Then you go to Bristol, you got London, you got Manchester, and then you've got your Scotland dates, Perth, Falkirk, Stirling and Glasgow. So a yeah. wicked little run there. Um You've got, yeah, a little bit of a gap between Manchester and Scotland. Are you planning to then kind of spend some time taking in the culture, seeing the parts of the UK, that kind of thing? We might have uh, actually, uh, it's just the plan, not nothing is sold, but maybe a little studio session. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, no, fair enough. I didn't notice it was a big four-day gap there and it felt like a big four-day gap, but yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, guys, we reached a section of the interview where things get a little random. This is Ozzy Osbourne and in his head are randomised cards. Um, I'm going to pull some out and take it in turns uh, to give me an answer, if you don't mind. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Okay, number 77. What would your dream job be aside from being a musician? You first. Me first? Mm. My dream job? That would be... Uh, probably... Uh, it would be... Uh, <laughs> if it was not music, it would be making... Uh, making video games, probably. Any particular field that you'd want to work on? Stories, um, like the visual, sound, that kind of thing? When I was a kid, I li- really liked the uh, Age of Empires. 
<laughs> so probably something like that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. How about you? I don't know. Uh, uh, something weird. When I was younger, I was hoping I could dig for <laughs> dinosaur skeletons. That would be like <laughs> a paleontologist. <laughs> a dream job. <laughs> I archae archaeologist or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> If not that, maybe something with animation or drawings, because I do a lot of drawings for us as well. Um, ah. I like so still outlets for your creativity, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a total coincidence, but number two, what is your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> what is it even called in English? But like for now, just keep it simple and say t-rex because i've seen so many movies classic um what is it called um the the biggest the longest uh i don't remember yeah i don't remember uh if you had asked me like 20 years brachiosaurus yes i think it's called a brachiosaurus yeah 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 that would be the favorite because it's so huge do you have one uh it might be the T-Rex, yeah, for me. He's the daddy. It's the daddy of dinosaurs. Yeah. It's the small, shortest arms. Yeah. <laughs> Any other dinosaur names? No. So. It's come some new ones uh, as well. And actually in the desert areas where we're, we've been, it's yeah, um, yeah. a lot of new skeletons um, showing up as well. So there's different names than before so not like jurassic park anymore it's uh, yeah outdated. yeah <laughs> okay okay um number 72 what is something that never fails to make you smile um me <laughs> uh <laughs> well that's a boring answer but i love pandas <laughs> oh yeah favorite creature they they don't get they're not working hard they're just eating and clumsy and stupid that's makes me smile and also just like great comedies yeah and we love comedies both of us there it is yeah yeah so then i'm gonna say when she sees the panda <laughs> no <laughs> always so no, no that doesn't <laughs> make close to watch <laughs> I love it. Pandas, yes, they are uh, fun but stupid creatures. <laughs> yeah. Um, twenty-seven. What is your favorite swear word? Curse word. Mm. No, it's not. A, in Norway, we only say "fun," which means "fuck." It's like it goes for everything, good and it's, bad. Yeah. Yeah. It works. But. Yeah. yesterday or the day before i saw something on television and my mom and dad was there and my and they were saying cunt a lot <laughs> and my mom said what is that and my dad said you definitely know what that, is. <laughs> that word many times so for now cunt maybe <laughs> amazing do you have one what's the, the one your mother says uh in filipino yeah oh that's many one <laughs> like, yeah. of them is very funny it's really bad and filipinos i don't know any filipino good words i only know uh, cursing words so it's 
putangina, which means it's like we don't have anything in for in English. Yeah, putangina. And yeah. it's really every time you mention it for somebody Filipino, it's like oh, oh, I've seen that. So it's probably not very good. <laughs> very nice. Okay, this is a good one because you've done so much uh, traveling and played so many different places. What country or culture has the best food? Oh, that's so many. Yeah. I have to mention a few because it's uh, go for like, it. Real Filipino food is really, really good. Or my mom will kill me if I say something else. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's are actually a really good cook. And South Korea had amazing food. I really love the food in South Korea. Mm. It's funny when we travel in Norway, we always eat Indian. And I yeah. see you guys in the UK also eat a lot of Indian. Yeah, food. yeah. yeah. Uh, we love Indian food. Yeah, I think that's you know some of oh and also like a really good steak in America can be really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any others you want to add? <laughs> I, I want to add the Italian as well. Any and, particular Italian? I mean, are you a pizza guy? Do you uh pastas, that kind of thing? And the pizza for that matter, and uh other stuff as well. And uh, also the What's the one in Christiansand, Lebanese? Or oh, yeah. yeah. Lebanese is really good. Yeah. 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 A lot of Lebanese and also a lot of food from the middle. I think I mentioned all the world soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Mexican in LA. Oh, my. Yeah. I haven't been to Mexico yet, but there's a lot of real good yeah. Mexican food in LA. You and we've been mentioned Mexican food. Yeah. Because well. we eat it a lot. Yeah. Well, I can't promise you that when you return from the UK that the UK's culinary delights will be uh, on your list because it's mostly a hodgepodge of other cultures and foods <laughs> rather than an individual uh, UK style. But um, it, as you're in Scotland, Scotland has some unique, unique culinary delights. So do make sure you can try out some of what they've got to offer. Yeah, cool. Yeah, what is it called? Like, yeah, is it the same as in Norway there? Something with a sheep head? Um or it's something called in the Scottish food, which is really oh, oh I've got the name I, of it. Yeah, I know what you're history. talking about. Yeah, but we have something similar in Norway, and it's <laughs> really, really weird. And a shepherd's pie, I haven't tried, so maybe. Pie, yeah. <laughs> okay, got one more for you then, and it's this: What one thing would you like to understand? better it could be anything in the world that you would like to understand better oh that's many things mm. <laughs> life yeah no. life. <laughs> yeah why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but uh, also yeah uh, one weird thing is like when you go we play concerts and actually that people feel something and we're kind of in the same world for a little while it's uh, something i find is really interesting and like uh, music mm. in general is very mystical kind of uh, and i'm into facts and everything but uh, when we play music and the cows come running or people start to cry or anything it is something weird about music so i wonder why those frequencies uh, frequencies can touch people uh, so I think find it really interesting and maybe I don't even want to know because make it maybe take yeah. some of the mystery away. 
I, I love that because you're absolutely right. I mean, music in general has the power to, you know, um, change moods, uh, to make you yeah. feel dread, make you feel happy, sad, all these emotions. It, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's mysterious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, just to remind everyone again, the tour, UK tour, October 11th begins in Plymouth and then works its way around the UK towards Scotland all the way up to the October 21st as well. Plymouth, Bristol, London, Manchester, Perth, Falkirk, Stirling and Glasgow. I hope the tour is super, super successful. Not only that, I hope you have a great time within the UK. I will see you in London on October 13th, as it is literally my neck of the woods and it's not hard for me to get there. Uh, but for now, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you so much for thank having you. us. Yeah. Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at gbhbl.com, our full website where reviews, news, and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at GBHBL. Just search for GBHBL and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale. You can access the shop via the website.